On today's show, we'll look at what you should do and in some cases shouldn't do when it comes to withdrawing money from your retirement accounts. Doing it the wrong way could cost you tens of thousands of dollars over time. Welcome in to Retirement Room. Retirement Room Radio on the air in the New Orleans area. And folks, we are talking retirement each and every week with Simon and Simon Financial. Chad Simon, Grant Simon, and Father Gerald Simon. He is father and founder of Simon & Simon Financial. 88 combined years experience between these three, helping hundreds of clients get ready for their retirement. They are fiduciaries, and we talk estate and legacy planning, safe money strategies, Social Security planning, tax planning, Medicare planning. Again, folks, if it's got anything to do with retirement, we're hitting it on Retirement Rue Radio here in the New Orleans market. And there's going to be an opportunity. If you have any questions about what we talk about each and every week, there's an opportunity to get on the calendar with Simon & Simon Financial, no cost or obligation just to see where you are in your retirement planning process. If you haven't started, this would be a good time for you to. If you have started and you have questions, well, get that second opinion. One of those slots could be for you as well. So, Grant, you're up first. The value of working with a financial advisor, well, it varies person-to-person advisor, you know, are legally prohibited from promising returns. But research suggests that people who work with a financial advisor feel more at ease about their finances and they could end up with more money to spend in retirement. And again, folks, running out of money, the number one fear for retirees that are out there. So let's get started. And we're going to talk about, again, there are right ways and wrong ways that could cost you some money. And here's one, not starting with your investment income. Yeah, that's right, Morgan. You know, one of the biggest things that we do at our office, uh, you know, we focus on retirement planning. And there's a very big difference between just giving somebody investment advice, picking stocks, and real retirement planning. And one of the biggest things that that includes is which basket of money should you withdraw from first in retirement? You know, you've saved over your entire lifetime. You might have a Roth IRA, a 401k, traditional IRA, a brokerage account. Well, which one do you take out the money first? Do you dive straight into the 401k when you retire? Do you take it out of your Roth IRA? Do you take it out of your brokerage account? Not doing it properly, not taking the money out from the right account. And more importantly, when you take it out from each account can mean the difference between, like we said in the T's, tens of thousands of dollars over time. So what we want to do is we want to have, number one, Roth IRAs, they should have the most time to grow. You get the biggest benefit because of the tax-free earnings. You want that thing to be the most aggressively invested, growing as much as possible, and you want that to be the last thing that you touch. Ideally, we would like to have for an individual to take their first withdrawals in retirement from a brokerage account. Uh, the reason why that is, is uh, you get to pay capital gains on the growth inside of a brokerage account. So the first year you retire, to give you an example, uh, for a couple, zero to 80,000 of modified adjusted gross income, your capital gains tax rate is zero. So with a little bit of planning, you can get your first year's income, second year's income into retirement with potentially paying 0% tax rate. So where we take 
income from is one of the biggest things that we do in the retirement planning process. Where and when do you get the income from? Which account does it come from? That is a big part of the retirement planning process here at our office. Retirement Room Radio, powered by Simon and Simon Financial. Grant, Simon, Chad, Simon, Father, Gerald, Simon, the founder of Simon and Simon Financial. Again, 88 combined years experience helping hundreds of clients get ready for retirement. We're talking about withdrawing from your accounts in the order that you do so and making sure that that is planned out, working with an advisor. Uh, so it will save you money over time as you get into retirement. So be smart about it. What about claiming Social Security benefits at 62, Grant? Right. So for many people um, that are listening, your full retirement age is going to be somewhere between age 66 and 67. Now, that's when you would get 100% of your Social Security benefit. But you can claim Social Security as early as 62. If your full retirement age is 67, when you get 100% of your benefit and you decide to claim Social Security at 62, you'd only get 70% of that, of that benefit. Conversely, if you wait past your full retirement age for each year you go after 66 or 67 or whenever your full retirement age is, you get an 8% increase for each year that you wait up to age 70. Now, you can't wait past age 70. If you go past age 70, they're just going to eventually start sending you checks when you turn 70 years old. But everybody's different. You know, less than 1% of people actually wait till age 70 before triggering their Social Security. But if you don't need the income, and you can, let's say you have a big pension and you can wait to trigger Social Security. There is a sweet spot there. And if you can make it to full retirement age, that's great. And if you can wait till 70, that's even better. But a lot of factors come into play there. You know, what is the longevity like for your family? Um, if your mother and father both died at 50, it might not necessarily be the best idea to wait till 70 for you if you've got health issues. So all of that comes into play when we're doing our social security maximization and we're sitting down with somebody. Everybody has an idea usually of when they're going to take social security. The key is figuring out where that sweet spot is and whether or not when you thought you should trigger it, what's that going to mean for you? If you wait a couple of years or you do it sooner, how is that going to affect your portfolio and also your success in retirement? Talking about withdrawals, once you get into retirement and how to go about it, Retirement Room Radio with the Simons, Grant Simon spending some time with us. And of course, you can find them at Simon and Simon Financial in the New Orleans market. And folks, we talk retirement each and every week. Again, do's and don'ts uh, when you are withdrawing from your retirement accounts. So we've already talked about not starting with your investment income. Uh, and when you claim Social Security is a big one, need to plan that out. What about withdrawing from your 401k and IRA before RMDs kick in? Sure, you can start withdrawing funds from your 401k when you turn 59 and a half. That's when there's no 10% pre-distribution penalty. But, you know, does that mean it's a good idea? Well, Inside of a 401k, any withdrawals that you take out, there is a mandatory 20% withholding for tax purposes. So if you're over 59 and a half, and let's say you just retired, if you start taking money out of that 401k for every dollar you take out, there's a 20% mandatory withholding. Most likely, you won't be in the 20% tax bracket. So it's removing 
a lot of money from that qualified plan that's been growing tax deferred all these years. Yeah, you'll get it back in a, in a tax refund when you file your taxes the following year, but that money is forever removed from the qualified plan. So you don't have to start taking money from your 401k or IRA until age 72. That's when required minimum distributions begin. So it's important to figure out, again, what basket you should be taking this money from when you first retire. And it might be in your best interest to roll that money from a 401k to an IRA, because in an IRA, there is no 20% mandatory withholding. We are talking do's and don'ts when it comes to withdrawing from your retirement accounts. And again, you know, not starting with your investment income, claiming Social Security, very important to plan that out on when you're going to do it. Also, withdrawing from your 401k and IRA before the RMDs kick in. And this one, tapping into your Roth before exhausting other options. Obviously, you've mentioned Roth early in this 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 episode about what we are, you know, where you kind of want to stay away from. And it looks like uh, people are looking at it, but you really need to talk this out. Yeah, there's no doubt, Morgan. Uh, you know, a lot of people will come to us and say, well, I've got this Roth sitting over here. I need some money and it's all tax free if I take it out of this account. The problem is, is that you get the most benefit, the most bang for your buck in a Roth when you wait to take money out of the Roth. That's an account that you would want to have as your most aggressively invested asset, because the more it grows over the longest period of time, the more benefit you receive. In addition, there's no required minimum distributions on Roth IRAs for the original owner. So if you set up a Roth, you don't have that age 72 requirement to start taking money out. So you want it growing as long as possible and you want it growing as much as possible. Bottom line, Grant, I mean, when it comes to withdrawing, it's an individual situation. Got to sit down, got to talk about it, find the optimum plan. Yeah, that's absolutely right. You know, Voya Financial found that something like 79% of people who use an advisor said they know how to pursue achieving their retirement goals. That's so important. If you have a plan, you've sat down with somebody who's competent, who can help you figure out the best way to get to your retirement goals, you're going to feel much better. You're going to sleep much easier at night. It's so very important to work with a professional. You don't do surgery on yourself. You go see a surgeon. You should have the same thing happen with your money. All right. So we've got a few positions on the calendar next week for Simon & Simon Financial. What's going to happen for the next five callers? That's right, Morgan. For the next five callers, we're going to custom design an easy-to-understand financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. Now, there's no obligation or cost to all callers who have at least $200,000 saved for retirement. If you meet those qualifications, here's what you can expect. First, we'll run a forensic fee analysis to help you untangle what it's costing you to work with your current planner or advisor. We'll show you how to protect your investments and keep more of your money in your accounts. Next, we'll perform a tax analysis to show how you could possibly reduce your taxes and increase your cash flow. And finally, we'll create a customized income plan using proven strategies and techniques that could turbocharge your retirement income. Folks, if you have at least 200000 saved in your retirement accounts, these strategies are going to work best for you. Here's the number, 800-728-2225. Again, courtesy service provided at no cost just to help educate and enlighten. Five spots available right now, 800-728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. Does your retirement plan need an overhaul? 
When we come back, we'll highlight some signs that you might need to take another look at your plan and perhaps make some changes. Retirement Radio back, and we have Chad Simon of Simon & Simon Financial, and again, the power behind Retirement Root Radio. Uh, Father Gerald Simon also along for the ride this week, and certainly look forward to hearing from him uh, in the next uh, portion of the program. And the founder of Simon & Simon Financial, these three, father and two sons, 88 combined years of experience helping hundreds of clients get ready for retirement. They are fiduciaries, again, covering estate and legacy planning, safe money strategies, Social Security planning, tax planning, Medicare planning. So much goes into your retirement, folks. You need to make sure you're checking all the boxes, make sure all the puzzle pieces fit together in a snug, secure way, because a puzzle piece in the wrong place, well, guess what? It doesn't fit. So make sure your retirement is on the right track, and there's going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar with Simon & Simon Financial, no cost or obligation. That's coming up here shortly. So let's get into this. If you want to enjoy your senior years to the fullest, you know, taking the time to make sure you plan that retirement out is a very, very smart bet. But if these things apply to you, it may be time to give your plan another look. So this is called the pivot segment, if indeed some of these things apply to you. So, Chad, we're going to get into this one. You're assuming that you're only going to need 15 years or less of retirement income. Yeah, Morgan, that's a big one. So, And, and we see this a lot. You know, Americans, as we all know, are living longer and longer these days. You know, if you retire in your mid to late 60s, there's a good chance you'll end up needing your savings to last 20 years or longer. 30 years, 40 years in some cases. So if you're planning on needing fewer years of income, you really could be selling yourself short. You know, obviously no one knows how long anyone's going to live, uh, but you absolutely want to uh, err on the side of being positive and ramping up your savings to ensure that you have a strong enough nest egg to support you throughout your retirement years, no matter how long that may be. And you know, even contributing $100 or so extra a month can, make a, uh, can, can go a long way, make a huge difference. Folks, again, we're we're kind of playing devil's advocate this week on Retirement Rue Radio with the Simons, Chad Simon, Grant Simon, and Father Gerald Simon, the founder of Simon & Simon Financial. Uh, you might need that second opinion. You might need that adjustment to your current retirement plan if you are doing these things or this is happening inside your portfolio. You're assuming you're going to only need 15 or less as far as years of retirement income. And this one, and this is a big one for a lot of people, Chad, you think you're going to get by just fine on just Social Security. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right, Morgan. We see this so often. Uh, you know, so many people think, you know, I'll just, I'll be fine living mostly or solely uh, dependent on my Social Security check. You know, in reality, those benefits on average replace about 40% or less of your wages when you were working. Uh, and if your earnings are above average, obviously, it's going to replace a lot less. Um, and then there's the possibility, everyone fears politically down the line, that, uh, you know, Social Security could be cut in the not-so-distant future. We actually don't believe that this is a huge chance of this happening, given the politically toxic nature uh, on both sides, so to speak, from reducing Social Security benefits um, for people who are within a few years of retirement. Um, but we, what I can assure you will happen because it's what the government's doing to ensure those benefits will be sustained is that those, especially under 50, um, those benefits are going to, it's going to, you're going to be older and older before you get those full retirement benefits, right? So right now, the full retirement age for most people is 66 to 67. Um, you know, as, as you, we get older, I was born in 84. 
as we say all the time, Grant and I may maybe 90 before we get our Social Security benefits. So even if you are planning on uh, living mainly under Social Security, if you're planning on retiring at 62 or even 67, you have to remember as you get as people get older uh, and time goes by, Social Security is going to extend expend that time or push back that time where Social Security full retirements begin. So if you're planning on retirement at 62, you may only get 50% of your benefits, or you may not get any benefit until 63 or 64, depending on where that falls, uh, depending on your age. You know, it's another reason why, you know, everyone needs to really tweak their retirement plan, namely by ramping up their savings. Uh, even if Social Security isn't cut, you're still going to need to supp supplement that income in retirement with your savings. And especially for those, like I said, under 50, the date re you receive some or all your Social Security benefits may continue to be pushed back. Yeah, I mean, we're not we're not sending out uh, a panic call, folks. We're talking about Social Security and how it's going to be uh, in the years to come. There's going to be an adjustment there. It's still going to be there for you, but it's just not the end all be all that it was back in the day. You're going to have to have some kind of supplement in there uh, to make sure that your retirement uh, is is the way that you want it. So working with an advisor, working with an advisory team on how you handle that Social Security and how you work it into your retirement plan, absolutely crucial. So if you haven't really thought about that, you might be in need of an adjustment, uh, a pivot, uh, a second opinion. And that opportunity is going to come your way here in just a little bit. Get on the calendar with Simon & Simon Financial, no cost or obligation, and you can talk about how your Social Security is fitting into the rest of your retirement plan. This next one up uh, is, is you might need a tweak if possibly you're in this category. You figure that your health care costs are going to drop under Medicare. Yeah, you know, this is a big one. So everyone knows or people who do know about a little bit about Medicare understand that, you know, when you get to Medicare, Medicare does Medicare age 65 Medicare does cover 80% of your medically necessary expenses um, in retirement, right? So people think, oh, well, if that's true, I can get an advantage plan or a supplement, and I'll be fine. Uh, you know, it's while it's true that Medicare, you know, at least it's in its current form, does cover the majority of those medically necessary expenses, you're going to still be responsible for a significant portion of those expenses, premiums, co-pays, um, deductibles, cost-sharing uh, management, cost-sharing uh, positions in your contract, your Medicare Advantage plan. So, and God forbid, you know, we're living longer and longer, sicker and sicker. So, the years before, um, you know, years back when people had diabetes or had some chronic disease where they were living 5, 10, 15 years shorter, now people are living longer and longer with these chronic diseases. It's going to take more money out of your pocket to manage those um, diseases for longer because you're going to be able to live 15, 20 years longer than you could 10, 20 years ago with those diseases. Uh, and God forbid you get really sick. Um, those expenses can really skyrocket. 20% of, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars is still an exorbitant amount for most people, considering, you know, your average savings amount for your average retiree. So it can have a devastating effect on your retirement savings. So you have to plan for it. And you can do that easily by figuring a good way, working with someone like a firm that handles uh, Medicare expenses, does the Medicare end of the planning for retirement because it's such a big portion of, of what we do every day um, because it is such a big expense in retirement. You know, you can have the greatest income plan in the world, but if you have a medical expense that's going to cost you, you know, 100000 50000 it'll blow up any income plan. So you have to have the accommodations made. Um, and you can work with someone that can actually do that. It, it's, it's absolutely the mo more 
comprehensive way to deal with uh, all parts of retirement is to include you know, what those health care costs will be, um, considering where Medicare is now and what it may be in the future. Retirement Rue Radio. We talk retirement each and every week in the New Orleans market with the Simons of Simon and Simon Financial. And folks, I mean, again, you think about retirement, you think about flipping the switch, you think about traveling, you think about enjoying uh, your life, you know, having uh, the beverage by the pool or going to play golf or, again, taking that trip or going to see the grandkids. And a lot of times, a lot of this stuff gets put on the back burner. You're not really thinking about it, but, you know, planning for Social Security drawdown, uh, you know, have Medicare planning as part of your retirement planning. These are things, Chad, that a lot of people just, they seem to overlook and they really need to be on that front burner, especially as you get very close to flipping that retirement switch. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, planning for retirement is a smart thing to do, but it's also important that you're planning to be spot on, right? You have a plan in place to account for, like we say, the five keys to successful retirement, which is growth, protection, liquidity, income, and taxes. You've got a plan for saving enough. You've got a plan for your health expenses, whatever they may be. It's all about planning and, and about doing what's necessary um, well before it's time you get there, um, not depending uh, solely on Social Security or mainly on Social Security. All these things that we see so much of every day, um, I can tell you on the other end, you don't need $4 million. You don't need $3 million to retirement, at least not here in Southeast Louisiana, maybe in uh, New York City or uh, California. So it's it's an achievable goal if you have the right people helping you, if you have the right pieces in, in play, and if you make the right um, plans uh, well ahead of time. So it's not some uh, all-encompassing mountain that anyone can overcome. Work with someone you trust. Start saving small. You can do it. Um, and we can help you. Okay. I know we've got listeners out there going, holy cow, I need to I need to come in. I need to sit down. I need to talk about this. We've got five spots on the calendar for Simon & Simon Financial for the upcoming week. Uh, Chad, what's going to happen for these five callers? That's right, Morgan. So for the next five callers, we're going to custom design an easy-to-understand financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. There's no cost or obligation to all callers, so have at least $200,000 saved for retirement. If you meet those qualifications, here's what you can expect. First, we'll run a forensic fee analysis to help you untangle what it's costing you to work with your current planner or advisor. We'll show you how to protect your investments and keep more of your money in your accounts. Next, we'll perform a tax analysis to show you how you could possibly reduce your taxes and increase your cash flow. And finally, we'll create a customized income plan using proven strategies and techniques that can turbocharge your retirement income. Folks, we've got five spots. If you've got at least 200000 saved for retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. And again, this may be an adjustment for you. Uh, you've got your plan in place, but if you have been listening and you've got questions, this is the time to take advantage of this opportunity. Again, at least 200000 saved for retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. Here's the number, five spots, 800-728-2225. That's 800 800-728- The goal of the show, just help you make the best decision. Come in, talk about what's going on in your portfolio, see if you are in the right spot. Again, no cost or obligation. 800-728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. When we come back, spending in retirement. For some, it's a struggle to go from acquisition mode to distribution mode. Some tips on how to loosen the purse strings and still keep your retirement on track. Retirement Rude Radio, we are back on the air. We have the Simons of Simon & Simon Financial. Father Gerald Simon, the founder. Also, Chad Simon and Grant Simon. 88 combined years experience helping hundreds of clients get ready 
for retirement. And we talk about so many different topics. And I love this portion of the program. The fear of overspending, it might be a problem faced by, you know, a small but growing group of retirees. It's possible to live too frugal in your retirement. And people spend a lot of time and effort saving uh, and they forget what they have to do and what they're saving for. And they're saving for their retirement. So I want to bring in the Grand Poobah, the father, Gerald Simon, uh, the founder of Simon & Simon Financial. Gerald, tell us what you tell your clients when it comes to spending that hard-earned money, that saved money in retirement. Well, I had to have a smile on my face this morning when the guys told me they wanted me to, to teach somebody how to start spending. Mm. I said, hell, you got a genius at that task, boys. <laughs> So uh, dad can teach you how to spend. But seriously, uh, I had a client tell me one time, you know, Gerald, I've spent all of my life saving my money constantly, nothing to do but save. And I have a uh, real problem in learning how to kind of turn loose of the string, how to get, get rid of some of the money. And I s said, well, you know, there's an old country saying, you can't take it with you, so you better learn how to spend it and enjoy it. After all, you're the one that saved and worked to spend uh, your money. And not learning how to spend in retirement can really ruin your retirement. Uh, if you don't know how to turn loose uh, the coins, then you won't know how to enjoy them. And working with a professional that will give you the confidence and will scope out for you. Look, this is where the money's coming from. Here are the safety nets and the special provisions for the car and for a hurricane to come through and blow the roof off. Here's where we're going to get the funds. And if you have that set aside and you have confidence in the person you're dealing with, which is key, then you'll just do just fine and you won't be so tight-fisted that you squeak when you walk. You don't <laughs> want that. Oh, wise words, Gerald. Thank you so much. And again, we're talking about, you know, going from saving to spending in that retirement process. And it, it, it is a big difference for so many people that are heading into retirement. So we put together some ideas, just create a strategy it's going to allow you to feel more comfortable, you know, spending in a responsible way. And so, Grant, let's bring you in on this. I mean, first and foremost, revise the budget. Yeah, Morgan, this can be particularly helpful for those who've already uh, spent about a year in retirement. You know, there's always this transition period when you actually do retire. Um, you know, most people have a good idea of what their monthly expenses are. Uh, and you might want to be one of those people who's always been frugal and entering into retirement is going to be no different than how it was when you were working. Uh, but you might be one of those people that have some very big plans. You want to redo uh, the kitchen or part of the house. You want to take some trips that you haven't been able to take since you've been working so hard. So, you know, after you have that initial period of time to kind of uh, fit into retirement, you've had a year pass or a few months pass, it is good to go back and, and look at the budget and figure out what your spending is really like. Has it gone up? Has it gone down? Has it stayed the same? Uh, that's an important thing to do. 
you know, working with a professional, having a plan for retirement, covering these different issues that could pop up. I mean, this, again, this is just a strategy that's going to allow you to feel a little bit more comfortable about spending uh, the money that you've been saving your entire life uh, once you get into retirement, because it is an adjustment. So that first one, revise the budget. Uh, Grant, what about just work part-time? I know a lot of people, they get into retirement and they're like, well, I'm a little bored. I'm, I want to go back to work. So work part-time. Yeah, my dad's a perfect example of this. You know, he tried to retire about 15 years ago uh, and just failed miserably at it. He traveled for about a year and then couldn't take it anymore and came back to the office and, and really hasn't left ever since. Um, we see a lot of people, too, that um, with all the changes from COVID happening at major companies where they're being released, they thought they were going to work till 65 or 67, and now they're 58 years old and the companies are giving them uh, packages to leave early. And, you know, they have the money to retire, but they just weren't really prepared to retire at 57 or 58. And so they will go get a consulting job or a part-time job. Heck, we even have clients who retire and they end up being paid more when they retire because they go back as a consultant with the firm or with the company that they were working with. Um, if you're one of those people that, uh, you know, likes to work, enjoys working, uh, then there's nothing wrong with getting a part-time job. And that can also kind of help you uh, feel more comfortable about spending some of the money that you have saved because you've got that additional income coming in. Retirement Root Radio, we have the Simons with us. Grant Simon, Chad Simon, and Father Gerald Simon, the founder of Simon & Simon Financial. And we're talking about that transition period where you go from working and saving to retiring and spending and kind of getting into that mode of, you know, you've got to have a strategy when it comes to that spin-down plan. Uh, and it, it, it's tough on a lot of people. So revising the budget, maybe you uh, maybe you work part-time somewhere. What about explore just the different potential income solutions? Yeah, and this is where working with a financial professional to create a, a designed plan on how to spend down your assets strategically is so important. Um, you know, over the last 10 years, you basically could have pasted a Wall Street Journal up on your wall in your office, thrown darts at it for your stock picks for the day and made money. That is a very different thing than how you spend your money. We talked about in the first segment, what basket do you take the income from first when you retire? Do you take it from a brokerage account? Do you take it from your 401k, your IRA, your Roth? So having a plan set out and doing it in a strategic manner will give you a lot more comfort knowing that you're going to be able to reach your goals. We look, when we do our income planning, we look at what we've done historically to show people, you know, this is how well our investments have done over the past. But when we go to do the income planning phase, we say, what if we only made 40% of what we've done historically or 50% of what we've done historically? If Armageddon sets in, can we still reach the income goals that you have laid out. If you can do it under Armageddon scenarios, you should feel very comfortable in retirement and spending some of that money. Uh, you know, annuities can provide a great opportunity for lifetime income. If you're one of those people that just really likes the idea of having a pension, you get 
to have tax deferred growth along the way, death benefit while you're uh, accumulating the assets in there, and then you can turn it into an income stream that pays out just like a pension. So everybody's different. And what you need to feel comfortable to spend your assets, that's what you want to have your advisor helping design for you. Folks, we are just talking about that transition period going from working and saving to retiring and spending and feeling better about it, comfortable about it, revise the budget, work part-time possibly. Maybe you can ease into it that way, exploring those different potential income solutions. Chad, we're going to bring you in for this last one, uh, and then we're going to give some people an opportunity to come in to, again, Simon & Simon Financial, no cost or obligation to see where they are in retirement. But the, just the importance of having that partner, having that professional uh, in your corner working with you on what you are planning to do, not just as you get into retirement, but once you're there. Yeah, absolutely, Morgan. So, you know, Gerald touched on this earlier, you know, figuring out how to spend your retirement savings also can be complicated. Um, you know, you work 30, 40, 50 years, and all you do is save, 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 and you kind of, you can lose sight of what you're saving for. So, you know, having a financial professional that can assist you with determining how much you can start to decumulate in retirement as opposed to accumulate, uh, and which assets to use and for which, for, for which objective um, can be extremely helpful. Um, they can also provide a much needed reality check on spending to keep you on track. So in many cases, this could be um, kind of allowing you to spend more. There's so many people we see, you know, look, they've got, they're living on 2,800 or 3,500 a month and they've got a million or $2 million. And we call them and say, look, do you want to make your kids rich? Is that the goal that you've set out for working 40, 50 years? If it is, you're well on track, but you, like Gerald said, you can't take it with you. So maybe you need to do, maybe you need to spend some more and we can figure out how to do that in a tax efficient way. And, and also on the other side, acting kind of like a guardrail, which we also do a lot and say, you know, maybe, maybe you're spending too much right now, or, or maybe you need to make some changes so that when you get to retirement, um, this money's going to last. So working with a professional fiduciary is um, a key part of that for sure. All right. We've got five spots on the calendar with Simon and Simon Financial. Chad, what's going to happen for these five callers? That's right, Morgan. So for the next five callers, we're going to custom design an easy to understand financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. There's no cost or obligation to all callers who have at least $200,000 saved for retirement. If you meet those qualifications, here's what you can expect. First, we'll run a forensic fee analysis to help you untangle what it's costing you to work with your current planner or advisor. We'll show you how to protect your investments and keep more of your money in your accounts. Uh, next, we'll form a tax analysis to show you how you can possibly reduce your taxes and increase your cash flow. And finally, we'll create a customized income plan using proven strategies and techniques that can turbocharge your retirement income. Folks, work with pros. It gives you peace of mind. Uh, it gives you the warm and fuzzies. If you've got at least 200000 saved for retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. Call this number down, five spots, 800-728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. You know, have that peace of mind when you walk out of there with a smile on your face. You know exactly what you have, exactly what you need to do. And then once you get into retirement, you have your goals set. 800-728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. Call now. You've been busy this week sending us lots of questions. We'll dig in when we come right back.
Retirement Room Radio. We are back, and now it's time for question and answer with Simon and Simon Financial. We have Grant Simon, Chad Simon, and Father Gerald Simon, the founder of Simon and Simon Financial. 88 combined years experience helping hundreds of clients get ready for retirement fiduciaries. And again, we talk retirement topics each and every week here on Retirement Room. Question and answer. Here we go. Mandeville, first question up. Grant, handle this one from George. Here it is. I will be turning 68 years old this January. I'm currently employed and putting about 20000 per year into my 401k. This is the max that my current situation will allow. I plan on working to age 70. I'm considering collecting my Social Security when I turn 68. That's estimated 3100 per month, it says here. And then using it to max out my 401k contributions at 26000 But the max deposit into my Roth IRA and the remainder into a savings account, would this be a sensible option? Well, thanks for the question, George. And yes, that certainly would be a sensible option. Now, it would certainly depend on what your current income situation is, your earned income situation, because really what happens when you trigger your Social Security, if you're making too much earned income, you could subject up to 85% of that 3100 per month to your ordinary income tax rate, not to say that 85% is the tax rate you'd pay, but up to 85% of that 3100 might be subjected to a tax rate of 15 to 20-25%. So does it make sense for you to turn on your Social Security at 68 and max out those 401k contributions and then put the rest in the Roth and savings? It could be the right thing to do. Um, but it depends on the math. So I would definitely recommend to you sit down with somebody and run a comparison, see how it would look to do it that way. And then also maybe waiting till age 70 to turn on Social Security. You're guaranteed an 8% return um, every year you wait past your full retirement age. And you're not guaranteed to make 8% on your 401k and, and the Roth IRA. So it very well might be in your best interest to go the, the other route. So definitely sit down and do the math. Yeah, I was going to say, starts with a conversation. He's a numbers guy. You can certainly tell that. Covington, our next question. Chad, you're going to handle this one from Steve. Here it is. Is. Starting in 2010, my spouse uh, had acquired four separate 401k plans from employers in three states. Is it possible to combine all of these 401k plans into one? Yeah, great question, Steve. Uh, so yes, absolutely. She can combine three different retirement plans or 401ks into one, uh, no matter which state she worked in or that she lives in now. Um, so actually you have a couple of different options. If she's currently working for a company that has their own 401k, she may be able to actually roll over the old 401ks or one or more of the old one. 401ks into the new 401k. That's an option if she works for a company that has her four, or their own 401k now. She can also consolidate those old 401ks into one or several IRAs or individual retirement accounts that are kind of managed by by you or another advisor. Uh, and that really can help you, uh, you know, possibly reduce your cost and manage all of your retirement uh, assets in a more holistic or comprehensive way to kind of consolidate those into one individual uh, retirement account or IRA that you can manage yourself or have a financial professional help with um, to kind of look at all of your assets kind of collectively, which would be helpful. So it really depends on her individual situation and goals. But yeah, there are many different options when it comes to rolling over or consolidating old 401ks. It doesn't matter which states that you worked in. Again, these are government qualified plans um, that can be rolled into an IRA or 
can be rolled into a new 401k. So lots of options um, depending on your situation. Great question, Steve. Chad, you're going to stay with us for this next one. Metairie is the location. Gene is there. Here's the question. What are my options if I'm locked into a variable annuity contract? I'm 67 years old and I'm planning to retire next year. I've had the annuity for just over 10 years now. Yeah, great question, Gene. So with the variable annuity, often there are stipulations in the policy that if you decide to take your money out before the end of a contracted term, whatever the policy states is the term of the contract, be it six, seven, 10 years or, or whatever, the company may force you to pay what's called a surrender charge. So if you cancel or you withdraw most of your money early, just like with a CD, um, you may have to pay that charge. Now, it really depends on your specific annuity. You said it's a variable annuity that you've had for over 10 years. So there may not be any more surrender uh, penalties at this point. There may be tax consequences, but it would really depend on looking at the individual policy. And for that, you definitely want to work with a professional. You know, there are not only surrender penalties to consider if you're surrendering a contract uh, before the end of its term, but also there's tax implications, right? So if you if it's non-qualified, if it's uh, after tax, as we call it, and you take it out of that annuity and you put it into a um, brokerage account, you may uh, deal with the taxes on all the growth if you hadn't taken out the money so far. If it's in an IRA, then you can roll it into an IRA and put it in uh, whatever investments you want. You'd have to consider the obviously the uh, surrender penalty, but there wouldn't be any tax uh, negative tax consequences if it was an IRA. So this is something you know when you work with when you work with someone. What we say all the time is when it comes to these type of policies, these type of contracts, you want to work with someone who understands how these accounts work on a molecular level. Um, and it's so important um, and to look at the tax consequences as well. So again, have to really dig into the actual policy, but you do have options. And um, and that's why guys like us are here to help. All right, Chad, Simon, Simon and Simon Financial. Retirement Root Radio is what we're locked into right now. And we are in the Q&A, the question and answer portion of the program. I want to remind you, too, that these are all great questions and it gets your brain percolating. But your situation is individual or possibly, you know, with your spouse. So it's a couple situation going to be different from these. But you can certainly apply some of it, but not all of it. Need to work with a professional and see exactly what the landscape is of your retirement plan. Grant, got a question from the Kenner area. Neil is there. Here's the question for you. How do I donate stock gains to my IRS-approved nonprofit charity, and what tax reduction advantage does that offer? If I have gains of about 100000 long-term profits on a stock and, I, and I'm at a 28% tax bracket, what advantages do I have by donating? Well, that's a really great question, Neil. Um, so here is the advantage. Uh, when you donate stock to a charity, you are getting to deduct 100% of whatever those gains are. So I'll give you an example. If you were to sell the stock that you had now and you're in a 28% tax bracket, that means that you'd pay a $28,000 tax on that $100,000 worth of gain. So the amount that you would get to deduct if you sold the stock first and gave it to the charity would be $28,000 less than if you just simply donated the stock directly to that charity. You would get to deduct the full value of whatever the shares that you donate to that charity are worth at the time you donate. So you get a massive increase in the charitable deduction that you get. And in addition, the charity uh, gets more assets as well. So it's a win-win for both of you. The way you donate it is very simple. 
um, whatever brokerage account you're utilizing, uh, whatever company that might be, E-Trade, TD Ameritrade, whoever it is, they will have a form that will allow you to do this. You fill out that form and fill in the charity's information, and then you donate that money. You're able to take the tax deduction on uh, your tax return that year. Great question. And want to remind you that there's going to be spots on the calendar for Simon & Simon Financial, no cost or obligation coming up. we got one more question uh, to throw at Grant. Grant, handle this one from Folsom. Lyle is there. Here's the question. I have an old IRA with about 10 stocks in it worth around $5,000. Can I use that? to partially fund my 2021 Roth IRA contribution of $7,000. i am 53 years old, and I plan to retire in 10 years. My wife and I have combined annual income just over $100,000. And are there tax consequences or penalties? I've left it alone for years to avoid paying taxes on selling those shares. Yeah, that's a great question, Lyle. So w you can use that $5,000 inside your IRA to uh, put money into a Roth, but it's not a contribution. It's actually called a Roth conversion. So you are converting that $5,000 from an IRA into a Roth. You still have the ability to make contributions to the Roth. The Roth conversion is a separate thing. Um, the tax consequences are that you would have to pay taxes on the amount that you convert. So you would owe tax on the $5,000 if you converted it from the IRA into the Roth. Uh, there's usually no penalties because it sounds like you have them in stocks. Um, but you would owe some tax on that $5,000. The benefit to doing that conversion is that from now on, all the interest that you make in that Roth is going to be tax-free when you take it out. So uh, again, this is one of those scenarios where you'd want to run the numbers to see if it was worth it to do that conversion. It might be better to take some money out of savings and do the normal Roth contribution as opposed to that uh, conversion. Question and answer in the books. Now your opportunity to get on the calendar with Simon and Simon Financial. We've got five spots. Grant, what's going to happen for these five callers? That's right, Morgan. For the next five callers, we're going to custom design an easy to understand financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. Now, there's no obligation or cost to all callers who have at least $200,000 saved for retirement. If you meet those qualifications, here's what you can expect. First, we'll run a forensic fee analysis to help you untangle what is costing you to work with your current planner or advisor. We'll show you how to protect your investments and keep more of your money in your accounts. Next, we'll perform a tax analysis to show how you could possibly reduce your taxes and increase your cash flow. And finally, we'll create a customized income plan using proven strategies and techniques that could turbocharge your retirement income. Folks, let's get you in here. we got five spots. If you've got at least 200000 saved for retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. Here's the number, 800-728-2225. These will go fast. 800-728-2225. Get a better handle on what's going on with your retirement and do it right now. 800-728-2225. Call 800-728-2225.
insurance advisory services offered through Simon & Simon Financial and Chad Simon. Chad Simon and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Simon & Simon Financial. By contacting Simon & Simon Financial, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.